I'm going to try to not make this yet another rambling discussion about what's in my range bag. Everyone loves a good range bag episode, but those usually skip over what are, in my opinion, the most important pieces of range equipment. And they skip over those for an innocent reason. When you're at the range, these things aren't ever in your range bag. Happy Wednesday, or whatever day it actually is for you when you're tuning in. I thought I'd take a few minutes to chat about various range gear, but specifically what we wear on our head when we go to the range. Your hearing protection, eye protection, and possibly your cover from sunlight and weather are all pretty critical to your shooting. You only get one head and one set of the organs that are plugged into it, so it makes sense to protect all that good stuff as well as you can while you're doing any outdoor activity, but including and especially shooting at the range. So I'm going to jump right into it, uh, kind of go top to bottom. We'll start with the cover. Uh, by cover, that's a silly military term that refers to the various uniform hats that they're issued. Uh, sometimes in the military you have to wear a cover, and sometimes you're strictly forbidden from having a cover on. Like I said, it's silly, yeah. like I said, it's silly and it's military. In this case, I'm using the term cover as a kind of a catch-all for your ball cap, trucker hat, beanie, or whatever else you're putting on your dome to protect said dome from the elements while on the range. In my case, my cover is almost always a simple fitted ball cap because it's usually either sunny and hot or it's raining where I shoot. And a cap does okay at handling both of those weather variations. So that's going to depend on your local weather, your local, yeah, and the comfort level you're looking for, and the comfort and protection levels that you need to shoot well in that weather. The next up is eye protection, and I feel that every responsible shooter knows that they need eye protection. You know, it's just a given along with hearing protection and the four rules of safe gun handling. But I feel that too little thought is put into what is used as eye protection. Uh, I see too many people with just clear glasses or goggles or using their regular prescription glasses and then just leaving it at that. And while that might keep, you know, light debris and very low velocity material from impacting your eyes, I wouldn't necessarily call that sufficient eye protection for things that are rare but possible in a shooting, in a range shooting environment. So to get to that level of protection, ballistic rating, and more specifically the ANSI Z87 standard, is something that should be preferred over non-ballistic eyewear options. So these, the Z87 standard includes UV protection as well as impact protection, which will come in handy in keeping things like erratically eject casings or even a malfunctioning firearm component from flying back and hit you, hitting you in the eye. From flying back and hitting you in the eye. Now I can personally attest that these things are rare, but they do happen, and it'd be great to avoid permanent eye injury if all it takes to do that is to have a slightly more robust piece of eye protection while you're shooting. So I'm personally using Magpul Explorers. Uh, they're fairly new polarized sunglasses that offer Z87 standard protection. So I'm getting optical clarity, UV protection, impact resistance, and in the case of my chosen model, polarization in a pretty lightweight and affordable package. They, you know, they cost less than the Oakleys that I was using before, but they fit but they're designed to be lightweight, they're designed to fit under my cover and my ear protection better. 
Um, they're designed to fit under a helmet if you're using that. They're designed to fit under my cover and my hearing protection a little better than standard sunglasses do, and they do. And uh, with the Z87 protection rating that they have, and with the Z87 standard protection that they have, I'm confident that these little frames will stand up to anything short of a extremely unlikely catastrophic high-velocity failure of a firearm component that is raised up in front of my face. Personally, I use my Explorers every day, whether I'm on the range or not, but if I wasn't a daily sunglass wearer, you know, if I didn't live in a climate setting where that was expected, I would still opt for a set just for the range bag for that added protection. If you're shooting more indoors or in cloudy kind or in cloudy conditions a lot, If you're more the type that shoots indoors or in cloudy conditions more often than not, uh, still consider a ballistic rated set of clear glasses like maybe the Oakley M frames. I see those everywhere. I believe those are standard issue uh, and they will be more than up to par for, our sta uh, for the standards of impact protection we're looking for. If you wear prescriptions, ranges will let you go onto the lane with just those glasses acting as your eye protection. Uh, and they are, and, and like I said earlier, they are sufficient for, you know, just regular dust and debris and like super low velocity impacts. But I still think you should consider a, either a ballistic frame that is compatible with, either a ballistic frame that is compatible with prescription lenses or a set of cover glasses that fit in front of your prescription pair. So while I don't wear prescriptions, I don't have a particular recommendation for that. I know that uh, Oakley and I believe also Magpul. I know that Oakley and I believe Opscore and Magpul do offer impact resist, impact resistant shooter oriented glasses that are compatible with prescription lenses. And so the last item that I'm personally wrapping around my mug is uh, my hearing protection. And hearing protection is another super obvious given. And unlike eye protection, I feel that the everyday shooter has kind of the minimum covered in this department. Uh, the typical orange foamies uh, and those basic over-ear muffs, they do the job in most shooting situations. If you shoot a lot, with that said, if you shoot a lot, there are some kind of upgrade options worth considering. And in this case, I'm referring to electronic ear, ear, electronic hearing protection. Electronic ear protection is definitely worth the splurge, in my opinion, because it allows you to hear regular sound levels while blocking unsafe noises from damaging your ears. So it's great when you're shooting with buddies or you need situational awareness, you're letting the safe sound levels in while still keeping the unsafe sound levels out, or at least muted. So the uh, most popular electronic earmuff out there right now is definitely the Howard Light Impact Sports. You can find them on Amazon and some local shops for like 50 bucks. I see them every time I go to the range, uh, more than pretty much any other kind of hearing protection, and in some cases I see them more often than anything else combined. I've had a... I've used them in the past, and I still have a few pairs of these that I loan out to people that come shooting with me, 
uh, they're comfortable, they're slim, and they do a good job. They do a good enough job at letting conver- and they do a good enough job at letting conversation in and blocking gunshots out. With that said, I personally no longer use the Howard lights because I've had two pairs fail on me after about uh, about a year of regular use with each pair. And I wanted something that I was going to be able to depend on for years of regular shooting. And by regular shooting, of course, that's case by case. In my case, uh, I try to hit the range on as many weekends as I can. Can't always pull it off. I got you know a family and a day job and other obligations, but I get about 120 to 150 hours of range time in per year. So for the Howard lights, that means I was getting somewhere between 100 and 150 hours before they had a non-battery related failure. Something where changing the battery didn't fix it. I was out of my hearing protection was completely out of commission. They were they were just passive muffs at that point. And in the search for an alternative, I've tried other budget ear pro options like the Walker Razor Slims and the Peltor Sport Tacticals. And I found that their sound quality and noise cutting function just weren't up to par with the Howard lights. And I had no reason to trust them for long-term use any more than any other similarly priced option. So I had surrendered myself to just buying Howard lights every year until my beautiful wife sur- until my beautiful wife surprised me with a pair of MSA Sordon Supreme Pro X ear protection. And that's a mouthful. MSA Sordon, you know, generally when you search that, you get close enough to the model that I have uh, to see what the specs and stuff are like for that. So the MSA Sordons cost a good deal more than the Howard Lights and other kind of typical mainstream options. But I think the shooter that is wearing muffs once a week or more will find them worth it. And the reason for that, it, there are a few reasons, but the Sordons do a better job of lowering the volume of loud noises rather than cutting them out completely, which is great because I can hear someone talking while shots are going off around us. They also offer stereo. They also have stereo mics and stereo sound put input rather than mono. So you have some level of directional awareness of where sounds are coming from, which offers a more natural, I, I guess, like, which offers a more realistic interpretation of the sounds around you that you just don't get from lower price hearing protection that only offer mono stereo input, that only offer mono sound input. I've been using them for just over a year now, and I'm still on the original battery life, so battery life is exceptional, and they've already beaten out the Howard lights in terms of durability. Kind of remains to be seen if my bet is going to pay off and they're going to last long enough to be worth it over just buying Howard lights over and over again. Now, they weren't perfect out of the box. I did swap out the original foam seals for MSA gel seals to improve the fit and comfort level. And that definitely helps from cooking my ears after hours in our usual warm climate where I shoot. And I also swapped out the headband it came with for a more padded one, which that reduced some rubbing that I was getting. That's probably just because I have an unusually large head. So that probably won't be necessary for people with more normal size domes. The main competitor to the MSA Sordens, if you're looking for other high-end options to compare, uh, the main one would be the Peltor Comtac 3s. They cost a little more, and when I was just playing with them, I found that they amplify the sound around me a little less, 
but the sound is more natural and realistic. It's more like you're hearing the sound as if you didn't have the hearing protection on at all, with the exception, of course, of the dangerously loud noises. Um, the sound is just more natural in general, whereas the MSA sound, whereas the sound from the MSA Swordens is brighter and sharper than it is in reality. And they're priced similarly, with the Comtecs generally being slightly more expensive. So I would really say it's just personal preference. So if you're looking for a slightly slimmer body and brighter and sharper noise versus natural noise, then probably go with the MSA Swordens. Um, the Comtacs have a slightly bigger body and cost barely more, but my understanding is that they have a couple other sound options, like the ability to adjust the input volume levels of each individual muff, rather than adjust lo raising and lowering both of them at once. So if you want that extra fine tunability and a slightly more natural sound input, and, an, and a noticeably more natural sound input, then go with the Peltzor Comtacs. But as this kind of ramble suggests, there are a lot of different hearing protection options out there, and it's going to depend on how often you shoot, how much protection you're looking for, and what you're most comfortable using. So that's all I have for you this week. Tune in again next week, and in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter at Range Talk Show with any questions that you have left over or any feedback you have in general, good or bad. If you think I'm literally Hitler for bashing on your favorite ear pro, you better believe I want to hear about it. If you don't have any of that, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon. <laughs>